welcome to the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. Today, I'm delighted to be joined once again by the board member from Post 5, Mr. David Banks. Mr. Banks, welcome back to the Inside Scoop. Thank you. We just wanted to touch base with you uh, once again since the last time and get your insights on how things are moving along in your post. So what's been going on in, in Post 5? Uh, what, what schools are those? I have Leicester and uh, Pope High Schools. So I've got Simpson Middle School, Maber Middle School, and High Tower middle school and all the <laughs> elementary schools that feed into those 10 yeah. elementary schools well we'll, we'll let, feed, the, we'll that, let that the listeners uh look that up on the the uh, website the, but well, what's been going on in general in post five mainly you know during the summer uh we were preparing for the you know new students kindergarten students transfers in uh working with the 251 School choice students, uh, okay. getting them, uh, you know, set up. Now, what for, is what is two fifty one? That's that? the House Bill two fifty one. That's where school choice comes in. Where, if uh, a student is outside the school attendance zone, they can, if there's a seat available in another school, which they feel like might be a better opportunity for that child, mm-hmm. then they can apply for an empty seat. Okay, so that that would be school choice for for people within the the Cobb County district. Right. That, uh, uh, just just about every year, uh, Laster has a large uh, school choice uh, vacancies. Mm. Uh, this year, I think it was around 40 or 45 that mm-hmm. the new new students outside the Laster attendance zones were able to come to Laster, which uh, Laster, of course, borders on uh, Pope and borders on uh, Sprayberry. So they're, they're you know, depending on the parents, some parents feel like that there's some greater opportunities at Leicester because mm-hmm. Leicester does have an outstanding fine arts department. So, oh yeah, and they've got that facility over there yeah, too. That's students very nice. that uh, want to be in that particular environment can make that choice if they're outside the Leicester zone. It might be on the way to the parents' workplace or, or something a little more convenient, if not. Yeah, because, uh, <clears throat> the, you know, they don't have bus transportation, or, uh, so somebody has to get them to that location. So it's not it's not exactly a free ride. Right, and that's, that's only a restriction on those school choice students. The other students, of course, receive uh, bus service, uh, just Correct. like any other school. Now, I, I've passed by Lasseter, as a matter of fact, and uh, it appears that there's been some Ed Splost work going on there. How's that coming along? It's looking good. I, uh, we, I arranged uh, a tour last this past Tuesday uh-huh. uh, to go through uh, uh take a tour with the uh, some of the uh, F&T committee, uh, oversight committee me- members, uh, Thea Power, John Crooks, Don Hill, and some of the uh, splash uh, administrators also and, attended. And F&T is Facilities and Technology? F- facilities, Technology, Oversight Committee. Okay. Uh, they, they monitor and uh, do the analytics for uh, the splash expenditures. Okay. So that's uh, those are the folks that are kind of the – the uh, oversight for the our, our taxpayers. Yeah. The dogs. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to say it that way, but yes, that's yeah. that's the bottom line. So, what uh, what facilities are being being constructed there? Uh, it's a brand Plus? new gym. Uh, it's going to uh, have a capacity of five, uh, three thousand seats. Wow! Uh, it has uh, some very large locker rooms for boys and girls. Oh! Uh, has uh, several offices. 
uh, set up for the coaches, uh-huh. uh, storage areas. Uh, it's it's just a uh, it's got a indoor track, so it's got uh, it's pretty much standard now for our gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's got some nice features to it also. Is the gym uh, the only uh, Ed Splash construction at Lasseter, or is there anything else? Right, Ed Splash for the gym is the only thing that uh, projected. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it's plus five, uh, a rebuild of the theater, not the concert hall, but the theater is going to be part okay. of the Leicester uh, re- renovations. Okay. So it'll go from about 500 seats to about 750 seats. So uh, what about some of the other schools in your post? Uh, Ed Sploss doing anything in uh, the middle schools or, or Pope or the elementary schools that you could recall? The major thing is I've gotten four new principals in this in my in my post okay uh maybury jonathan tanner uh over at maybury uh that's the only middle school that really changed mm-hmm. then the uh, east side changed uh, three years ago trip changed and then davis changed so i've gotten basically four new principals in my area that uh, I, i'm having to get to know and, uh, and mm-hmm. associate with and uh find out their visions Sure. You know, what they're what they're wanting to accomplish within their schools, uh, because every school, as you may know, has its own culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it varies a little bit year to year because new people come in, the PTAs change, foundations change, but <clears throat> but basically the administration stays the same. Uh, so it, it's just you know adjusting to those. Changes in, that's happened in the last couple of years has been a little bit of a challenge. Well, and and uh, to that end, change can be a good thing. Now, being I, I think it's it's really neat that you as a board member going out there and touching base with your schools, just basically getting to know their needs and and desires. I presume, as well as the vision you just expressed. Yeah, and I like to uh, promote uh, what I would call uh, cutting-edge environments. Like I'm right now, I'm pushing virtual reality, and I think the last podcast we talked a little bit about virtual reality. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get it into uh, some test schools, and I think it's actually be- going beyond the test phase now. So more and more schools are adapting t- uh, vi- virtual reality uh, some are doing it by the classroom. Some are doing it by the media center. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> some schools are using uh, uh, the virtual reality glasses that are being furnished by the district. Uh, I know like Mountain View, their PTA and foundation bought uh, some glasses for the media center. So the media center is conducting the virtual reality training huh. uh, for social studies and for math and, and so forth, science. So I'm pushing that pretty pretty heavily. Uh, that's Because that's, uh, I think I said this last time, I said, you can read a book or I can tell you something and a day later, you probably don't remember much of it. Uh-huh. But a picture, you may remember the whole the rest of your life. Sure, sure. It, and it, different people learn different ways, and so that definitely helps reinforce. Yeah, and it's it's, it's more reality because uh-huh. you're 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 like being there. I don't know if you've ever experienced the virtual reality. Classes. Just just once, just okay. once. It was impressive. So uh, you know, it, so I'm looking at it more from the benefit of science biology, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. So, you know, we may 
by virtual reality, we may be inspiring the next heart surgeon because, you know, we'd use virtual reality to show a, a student, say, an a, a elementary student, how a heart works, how the arteries function and so forth mm-hmm. inside the heart and all that. You know, it may inspire somebody to be a heart surgeon one day. You never know. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, Now, it's funny you say that because I uh, my mind goes to um, – uh, the the Cobb Tank uh, thing that we do here to inspire teachers to come up with new ideas, innovations for the classroom. And I recall one presentation was using virtual reality, and they showed how students can put these glasses on and actually kind of navigate in a 3D world inside of the human body and yes. see the heart beating. And it's just a very frankly a weird thing for those in my generation at least to uh see that yeah and uh i think i mentioned last time i really started out uh wanting the district to to buy some hologram machines uh for so that you could see it you know and you know everybody could see it as a unit uh-huh. uh but that's expensive so they convinced me to go with the glasses which is basically get doing the same thing uh-huh. and it, it just gives you a lot more flexibility and georgia tech has been very instrumental in helping us develop our virtual reality program under sally dr sally creole oh she is absolutely marvelous at what she yeah. does and uh, helping us stay on the cutting edge yeah well, the, other, the other area i'm really pushing is of course i'm is stem but mm-hmm. i'm we're also pushing very heavily robotics Robotics is uh, more and more a reality in our lives, isn't it? It is, and it's uh, you know that you know it's part of the AI process that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know our warehouses now are being managed and controlled by and, and serviced by robotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you hear conversations about restaurants going to robotics, so they'll be cooking your fo- food and serving your food. Wow. Uh, so, and transportation, uh, robotics is going to be a huge thing in transportation and probably in the building uh, environment. Uh, robotics will probably play, play a key role in how we adapt to the future. Mm-hmm. My big concern is I'm looking at my age and I'm looking at uh, a, a kindergarten or a first grader mm-hmm. coming into our school system. They're going to be there for 13, 12 to 13 years. <clears throat> now, are we preparing them for what's coming in 13 years? Oh, That's wow. my big question. Who are, knows? Are we ready? Are we ready for the next 13 to 15 or 20 years from now? Are we doing what we need to be doing as far as from an academic standpoint, I can understand from an academic standpoint, you need core things like history, English, mm-hmm. uh, languages, you know, sciences and so forth. You need those core things that we build on. But we have a, over 200 electives in our system. Are we preparing and giving students options to do what they want to do 13 to 20 years from now. And who knows where technology is going to take us in those years. You were talking about the hologram machine. Those things might end up being $20 13 years from now. I doubt it, but uh, well, $200. I can remember where uh, 
IBM computers cost tens of millions of dollars. Oh, that's true. Now you can, <laughs> you got an iPhone that's more powerful, and that's, it costs less than a thousand. That so. is very true. Very true. Um, okay, so uh, earlier you mentioned uh, going out to your schools and, and meeting some of the new principals, but I'm sure you also uh, stopped by the schools where uh, principals have been there for years. And Oh, uh, yeah. What are you hearing from, from staffs, uh, principals, teachers, and uh, maybe even parents that you've run into? Are, are they giving you any feedback along the way here? Well, I, for, this year seems to be more exciting about starting school than have been in the past. Really? Uh, Why do you think that is? I think it's probably based on our leadership. Uh, the, the superintendent keeps talking about the, the teach, learn, and lead, lead teach, and learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's beginning to, I think, get into the mindset of our employees and our teachers and our administrators. Mm-hmm. So I think it's beginning to make a difference. And the of course, the parents have been hearing it over and over and over also. So they're beginning to understand that, you know, Cobb County is a leader in the nation mm-hmm. as far as education is concerned. Absolutely. We have our, what we call the Cobb Teaching Learning System, mm-hmm. the CTLS. Uh, there's a lot of school districts that are interested in looking in and maybe acquiring our, our system in the future because it is Again, cutting edge. It is an innovation that uh, has already reaped quite a benefit in terms of uh, putting our or placing our students well ahead of the state and national averages. Well, when you got some of the top schools in the nation, like Laster and Pope and uh, Walton and Wheeler, uh, uh, you're doing something right. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, so. Uh, do you think the uh, pay raise had anything to do with the morale increase? Yeah, there, there's a lot of people that express appreciation. I get some emails uh, that say they appreciate the uh, increase in, in uh, salaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think everybody appreciates it. Uh, and, of course, from my standpoint, I think from the whole board standpoint, we're glad we're able to do it. Yeah, that, I know it was not an easy process, but uh, we appreciate you guys digging into the details to to make it happen. Well, a lot of the newer teachers in the last four or five years have not, did not experience the 2009, 2010, mm. where we had to eventually have a pay cut first. And then we, the, in 2010, we had a, over a, about 1,000 employees reduced. Yeah. That was dramatic. That was painful. Uh, and we're just now beginning to get back, I, I would say, on par for where we used to be. Yeah, well, that's uh, it, it has definitely been a long road back, but I think uh, things are definitely looking up and morale yeah, is and, way up. And, and the superintendent has made a strong effort to have make Cobb County an environment conducive to being an employee, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, we, we do some extra things, we, uh, we're very accommodating. Uh, so it makes it a, uh, attractive for uh, people from even from outside the county, mm-hmm. but new employees that, that are interested in going into the teaching profession, uh, it makes a Cobb County attractive. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think uh, Forbes magazine uh, rated Cobb County School District as the 23rd best place in Georgia 
Not right. just best school district, but best place to work in, in, um, among all organizations. And I was saying Cobb County is number one. Well, there you go. No argument. We're certainly number one in we're, terms of we're size. The, we're the largest, <laughs> yeah, we're the largest employer. Lockheed used to be, but now we're, the, we're up to eight, over 18,000 employees. We're a large organization. So what are you looking forward to in the upcoming year in, in terms of uh, post-five? I just uh, feel like uh, we need to get the STEM programs expanded. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of all post-five schools have STEM certification now. Uh, not all of them have advanced ed certification, uh, and not all of them have state uh, certification, but they're, they're working on it. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to them getting certified. Uh, I'm looking for more uh integration of the robotics into our academic programs mm-hmm. and I'm looking for uh, forward to uh, the drone program at high tower expanding into other schools to understand now uh, some other schools are doing bro- drone programs mm-hmm. in their academic uh, process so and, and that's that that's the coming thing also because I think I've said this before uh, in 10 years, you won't see a mail truck, you won't see a Federal Express or a UPS truck, but every house will have a drone drop-off station. Well, that's entirely possible. And all of this is a part of the, uh, uh, the, the mindset of preparing students for college and career readiness. Right. And, and like I say, you've got to be thinking at the kindergarten and first grade level of what that 13 or 20 years from now it's going to look like uh, are you preparing the students for that life well it's good to know that uh, our leadership at the top of the chain is looking that far ahead because i think that's that's very very important for our community to uh, to continue thriving and for cobb school district to continue leading so well cobb county as you know has has been a been a leader in a lot of different areas, and mm-hmm. technology, I think, is one of them. Of course, our superintendent came from the technology area uh, environment, and I, I came from the technology environment. So I was always uh, trying to be on the cutting edge in technology when we started out with many computers, and then got to the PC environments, and uh, now we're to the iPhone environments. Uh, so <laughs> our, our environment in the last 30 years has tr- changed tremendously where 30 years ago nobody knew what an iPhone was. Never heard that word. Right. But now you can't live without it. Everybody's <laughs> got an iPhone. Well, we've been listening to board member David Banks. Mr. Banks, thanks again for coming in. This has been a, a pleasure chatting with you about uh, all that's going on in Post 5. Well, it's always my pleasure. Well, you can learn more about the Cobb School Board by visiting the district website at www.cobbk12.org. Just click on Board at the menu at the top, and I think the rest will be very evident to you. If you have a topic or a concern you'd like to share, please drop me an email, david.owen at cobbk12.org. Thank you for joining us on this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.